Hello, beautiful people and fellow whiners, and welcome to another episode of A Little Something, the number two. Wine about with your hostesses, Siobhan Camille. Hey. And Ty Amy Shella. Where sips get real and we whine as we whine about life, relationships, culture, and so much more. Um, it's this year's second Wednesday. Yeah. So, you know, sis, we, we whine and sis, sis, let's whine. Um, and we're going to talk about relationships, ladies. We, this, 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 we don't usually do the girl talk thing. So the fellas listening, you get triggered on this. Normally, you know, we in your corner, we with y'all. But we still chicks, okay? We, we still got girl power. We still girl power. Well, we understand that some of these girls need to get kicked out and go figure out their own thing and what they doing. And figure out where they power come from. All of that. But we still chicks, so this is not man bashing. Gonna preface but that now. we need time to vent too, okay? But we got to vent, y'all. We gonna have to talk about. So we about to talk about these here relationships, okay? Um, So ladies... Grab a glass of your favorite red, white, rosé. Um, join us on Here This Couch on YouTube. If you're listening on your podcast platform, just come on over to YouTube. Y'all can find us at ALS2WA, a.k.a. A Little Something to Want About. And we here. And come join us on the couch and get all the visuals. Because we got all good the- today. We got good All the visuals today with the curls and the hair. It's so popping. All of that good stuff. Hey, y'all, hope y'all have a productive week as always. I know some weeks are better than others. So I hope this one's a good one. Um, For the week, new month, new wine for the month. Hello. So with it being July, um, we want to introduce what our wine type is this month, our wine kind, wine type, whatever you want to call it. Um, And we are decided to do for the month of July, Wines that are based out of Australia from down under. It's a summer down under. It's a summer down under. It's a summer down under. Kangaroo hop. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that too. Wow. Okay. That happened, guys. That happened. Oh, yes. So um, that's those are the type. Well, that is the region that we will be featuring this month of July is Australia. So we will be having Australian wise of any kind. Um, and so um, we'll jump right into it. So we can have our little girl talk. We're gonna be, we're not gonna be long. We're not gonna be before you long, but we are gonna be efficient, okay? So we're gonna jump right into this pop and grapes experience. Um, for those who know, you know I am not drinking wines until the wine out. So where my water go? Oh, dang. Oh, I don't know where it went. Well, anyway, Siobhan, let us know what your popping grapes experience is. You guys will see the wine that I would have been popping on the screen here. While you do that, I'm going to go grab my bottle of water. So this is a Shiraz because it is the popular wine out of Australia. It's a Shiraz. I'm not a red, we're not really red fans too, too tough, but because we're doing a summer down under, gotta gotta represent what's popular there. So it's a Shiraz by Omra. And I really like the way the bottle looks. It's hard to see. It's like bright white with some lines, but it's it's cute. 
Um, it's a 2018 Shiraz Great Southern, which it says comes from Western Australia's wild and remote Great Southern. So I'm gonna search, assuming that's the region. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't have high hopes. I don't have high. Hopes. I don't have high hopes or expectations. I just we gonna get through. That's what. we gonna get through it. Okay. And I have a Pinot Grigio from Jacobs Creek. It's a classic vintage. 2019 Pinot Grigio. I will not be drinking today. You will see us. Um, I might not be drinking either because I can't open the box. <laughs> You'll see us at the wine out. Um, doing what we need to do in reference to tasting this. But I did want to put it here in front of you because I did not do that last month. Um, but I am going to try to do that this month. So there you have it. You still ain't got that bottle open, sis? Is it a twist? It's a twist, but it's like tight. It was going, yeah, it's like I would need a knife and then some. So hopefully I sent a text. There we go. Can you open this? <laughs> y'all, that's a that's a benefit bonus sometimes when you y'all, we know we are she women. Sometimes when we can't or we just don't want to, it's great to have that guy. Can you do this, please? <laughs> Period. Even if it's just something as simple as opening a jar of jelly peanut butter or a bottle of wine. Okay? I just want to put that out there. And that because brings I- us into this here topic. Let me tell you right now, since we're going to do this. Okay? Um, <laughs> because sometimes, not everything, but let's be real, that there are transactions that happen in relationships. Okay? Men, ladies, and gentlemen. And... We gotta stop acting like transactional relationships are all horrible. They're not if you're there's an understanding, okay? I'm not superwoman. I'm not the one of the two of us that's out here breaking the rock bottles. That's not me, okay? I'm not about to fight with my bottle. I'm not. <laughs> so what do I do? I call the man in the house. That's our transaction. I call you, you come do this. And it's all about to that setting up what your relationship is supposed to be. Can't nobody tell me whatever this relationship is supposed to be. And I'm not even talking romantic. Okay. I'm not. Because for those who don't know, the boyfriend and I, although he's going to be known as a boyfriend, are not together and have not been together for some months now. And by some months, I mean, since the end of last year, 20 of the 22. And the only reason I'm mentioning this is because coming soon, we're going to be talking about dating because we haven't really talked about dating, but your girl back in this dating here field. So it's going to be a conversation. And I just want to be clear that this is not me cheating. This is, I'm sick. I'm super single. Okay. Um, I'm single again. Back but, on the crowd. Thought he was pre- Okay. All right. And so <laughs> it's all about what every relationship has some type of transaction in it. I think there, there's this stigma about transactions, but let's be serious. And it's not about, it's not always about 50-50, okay? I know that's the big thing when people are like, oh, relationships are 50-50, if it's 50-50, it's a roommate, if it's 50-50, it's this, this, this. Stop, okay? Stop. 50% of your body is left. 50% of your body is right, and they are not equal. At all. Y'all, if we want to be for real, for real, one of our titties is bigger than the other. One of our feet is bigger than the other. And that's what one I'm of our eyes are bigger than the other. And that's what I'm saying. But they still serve your purpose. Period. There's still, if we split you on down the middle, first of all, you're not going to line up exactly symmetrical. No. 
one maybe one ear may be higher than the other, one foot may be bigger than the other. I'm one of my feet is literally a half size bigger than the other. Okay, it's a pain to buy shoes. So it is, it is, it is. And I'm not the only person I know with that issue. No, but, no, no. I know a few. But that's but I'm still 50 50. I try to save my weight 50 50. Now, if my ankle goes out and it did back in dance class, guess what? Now the left side has to take a little bit more weight. If my right shoulder is janky and messed up because I slept on it, guess what? Now the left side has to come in and it's going to jump back and forth. Sometimes your vision is better in one eye than the other, even if you are not completely aware of it necessarily. So understand relationships are really no different. This whole 50 50, I what it really to me means and 50-50 is balance. Period. That's the whole point. And that's what that was. When that person said, oh, we had to be 50-50, they literally did not mean percentage. You do 50% of the work, I do 50% of the work. Because one, society is not even set up that way. Let's, let's, just, let's just be real. Like, um, even when, because think about it, a long time ago, women didn't work. How the heck is that 50-50 as far as going to work? Their work was in the home. And we all know, as women, sometimes the homework is the real work. You would rather go to that nine to five where you can clock in and do this, 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 and check it off your list, get it done. You ain't got to worry about it. And boom, you good. Now you can chill for maybe the next two or three hours of your day. That's not always, but you know what I'm saying. Then you, it's, I'm one who, before the job that I have now, I was like, oh no, coming here, this is the break. My work starts at five o'clock when I'm on my way home. That's when my job starts. This right here is my vacation. I get paid for it. And it was because my workload wasn't extensive. It wasn't extensive, but that's what I had to do. You know, so it was th- this whole 50 50 thing. It's, it's not. It's not. It's what they mean to say is, They need you to read between the lines. The implication was balanced. The implication is one hand washes the other. That was the implication in that. So I need for us to pull back and be realistic about it and understand that in this transactional relationship that each of us have with whomever, whether it be friendship, um, parenthood, whether it be romantic, platonic, whatever we call it, work, it's not always 50-50. Like, I literally just watched this young lady say, her and her husband, when she when they came in the house, they were literally just sit down, and she would say, I got 30% left in me. He knew, okay, well, if she got 30, and I got, all right, well, I got 70. So I might take on the house. He might have taken on the house stuff because he had a little bit more or taking the kids while she just did this because he had a little bit more. It was days when they were both depleted. And she said, we were both depleted. Maybe I might have 10. I might have five. I might have 15. Oh, okay. So then they came up with a plan to get through just that period of time. Now, granted, we may not always have that, that that's, our schedule, but those types of conversations are conversations that you should be able to have. But that's transactional. That right there, this is what I got. What you coming to the table with? Like, what you got? Your 100% is not going to be the same every day anyway. On your own. On your own. So you cannot expect somebody else 100 to be the same. 100%. I'm going to be honest, y'all. If I'm I'm 100%, you're going to get a full face. 
If I'm anywhere under 50, you're going to get an eyebrow. If I'm under 10, you're going to get a wig. Like, that's unless I got braids. If I got braids, then you might get a swoop of the baby head. If you don't see none of that, please understand I am under five. <laughs> but it's about, it's all, and that's fine. It's about knowing yourself and understanding that every day your hunger is not going to be the same. It's not because every day your body's not going to be the same. Your mental's not going to be the same. Especially as women, we know that. We know that. We know that. Every menstrual cycle you have is not going to be the same. <gasps> I wish. Uh, I yearn for the days of the three. Okay. But, and also, okay. Y'all, with us understanding transactions within relationships, what I need for us as women to understand is sometimes that transaction may not look fair. No. It's, it's not. Like you may feel just like we're saying we're not 100%. Understand that your gap is not 100%. Understand that that time that y'all went out and that jerk off said something, your guy might have had 10% in his tank. And when he told you, come on, baby, let's go, it wasn't him being a punk. It was because he didn't have the energy that it might have taken had that situation gone further. Correct. Or he, or he might have been at 90 and had the foresight yep. to see, oh, oh, I got time today, but that's not what I want to do. So let's not always look at, I need for us to be, again, putting things into perspective. Like, let's, let's, let's understand that. Like, the way we feel, men have those feelings too. And now, do we know that some of them may think of some other things as transactional, like the their hair of the intercourse? Let me tell y'all. In some aspects, it can be. But let's just say you have a spouse, or whatever you want to call it, partner, who is not on your 100% level of sexual needing. I can't think of the word that I'm looking for, but y'all know what I'm saying. That, right? Don't beat that man down. Don't put him down. Don't, his libido is not as high as yours. You do have men out here whose libidos are not high whatsoever they probably never have been they probably never will be or they might have been at some point in time and things happen like happens and it change but that does not mean let's say you have intercourse once a week you might not have it as as frequent as you want but is the quality good because there are people out here who are boning. And this is what I want y'all to keep in mind. There are people out here are boning three, four times a week. And you know why? It's because they're not satisfied. But if you had it once a week and it's getting you done and it's holding you over and you do want some more because it wasn't that good, then I need you to be satisfied and shut up and wait till next week. Okay? And I'm speaking to some of you over-sexualized women because I know some of y'all guys libidos <laughs> just like these men. Okay? So just because your man might not meet might not meet you. Shade throwing today, huh? Just <laughs> that's what we doing. Not that's what we doing. Oh, okay. <laughs> that does not mean anything. Okay, it's about balance. So I need you to balance. Okay, 
Okay. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> Transactions on their own are not that. What I need ladies for us to do, and the guys won't hate me on this, state, state it. The thing, the problem that's killing so many relationships, honestly, other than the fact that people are not healed and trying to get together and that's the wine for a whole nother time. But for those who are healed, it's not, you're not talking. And I know I pissed a whole bunch of women off when I said this when it came to children. But I stand by what the hell I said. You can't expect someone to just read your mind or just know mm-hmm. what you expect of them. Everything in a if you're in a relationship, it's a partnership. And that's where the whole 50-50 thing comes from. That's where the whole balance thing comes from. Because any relationship, platonic or romantic, and we're talking romantic mostly here, is about some type of balance. It's going to be time. And this, it, whether it's in business, it sounds like, yo, you know, I can't do the show notes this week. I got you. I can't post this because I'm going to be out the country. I got you. I can't do this because I got you. And that's what we do here on this here podcast. Okay, and that's between two sisters. That is between two friends. That is between two two colleagues. That is between two business partners. And we have it has to be balanced. There are going to be times when it's not. Y'all know we like halfway through dag on there at the end of what would have been the sips on the road. Did you see sips on the road this year? No. Will you see sips no. on this year? No. You want to know why? Because she don't have it. Okay. And I don't have it either financially. I don't take a two, about to take a second trip out the country, y'all. I don't have this. I don't we have about to take one out the country. We had children graduating this year. Like it, we got life. people that are trying. We trying to get houses. They trying to get houses. I'm trying to figure out my living situation. We don't have it, it's not there. But you have to be able to have that conversation. And that's what the bigger thing is, is communication. If you're going to, if you are the type of woman as we are that are like, yo, baby, I don't cook. Now, what I can do is clean for you. I can clean. If you get in the kitchen, I will go get the broom, if you will. We transaction. Why? Because at the One end hand of the day, washes the other. Okay? And at the end of the day, both of these things need to get done. Period. We we not living in no mess. And that's something that we both agree on. Like if you have a common goal, like you can reach the goal. How you get there is going to fluctuate when who is leading and who is not, which is another reason why the whole submissive thing is a problem for people. And I literally watched something and I thought the woman was literally outrageous. How she was saying, oh men, uh, women should be the leaders of the household. I said, you have lost your eleven mind. And I and when I listened to her, I was like, yo, I have to turn this off. Like to the point where I was like, you sound dumb. Because her point was because men need instruction. No, boys need instructions. Men can use, no, men can make decisions. Now they might need some input. They could use some help, advice, all of that. Hey, I know this is what you're saying. I know this is the goal, but I saw this over here. Help me. That, that, you partner. Hey, this, that. Don't tell me that my man, who I had chosen, I now have to give him instructions on how to leave the household. What? Girl, sit down. That lets me know a lot about where she came from. And then she tried to blame it on single mothers. So again, when I say, I just, girl, I hit the mute button on that and kept going. But what I'm saying, my point was keeping it transactional, you have to look, you have to understand that there may be a time 
when the woman has, I, look, I only got 30%. I, I, don't, I don't have 100. I got 30%. So I'm, I'm going to fall back. <laughs> and it's not a falling back because uh, I don't have the in value. I'm falling back because you have more, and it might be knowledge. It might be time. It might be experience. It might not be. You might just have the most energy at the time to be in the front. And also understand that when that man don't have it, it is okay. And he will most likely, the man will go, baby, I ain't the ones that emotionally mature enough. I ain't got it. So I'm going to let you take the lead on this one. You know, and that's fine too, because you know what you're now doing is while you're taking the lead now, guess what he's doing? He's watching that back to make sure don't nothing sneak up on you from behind. When I'm lying, that's think about the animal kingdom. Go out there hunting. Wait a minute. What 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 they they they're taking care of prior rock? <laughs> like it's a balance here. I, I just threw that out there because you know, like whatever. But like, that's what I'm saying. So I need for us to realize that, like she said, transactions aren't bad, regardless of what society says. Now, now, with that being said, also, please understand that you can take this and please do not try to turn this into, well, I know, girl, because if he don't get me this, then I ain't doing that. That is not easy. Well, I'm yeah, not totally not saying that. Here's the thing. I'm not talking about sugar babies. I'm not talking about sugar babies. That's something else. What I'm saying is, first of all, let me say this. As far as the leader thing, look, here's what I will say. First and foremost, all men and all women are not built the same. Okay? So you do have some men out here who want to be led by a woman. I'm not, I'm not saying that's pro or con. What I'm saying is it comes down to conversation and saying what you want. Again, being out here in this day and field, let me tell you, I had a dude tell me, and it was an Asian dude, just, just, just so we clear, um, doesn't really matter, race, but just detail. And he was like, it, because of suits. He sent me this clip from Suits. I don't ever watch Suits. I didn't even know, I know what Suits was. Never seen, never seen an episode. But he sent me an episode. He was like, I need, I need somebody like this. And it was, G, is her name Gina Torres? I think her name is Gina Torres. I know she's Lawrence Fishburne's wife. She's, you know, pretty little brown, but she's Afro-Latina, whatever. And she was checking the white dude who I guess had a gambling problem doing all this stuff. And she was like, you're going to lose us this case because, like, checked him. And I was like, okay, because he said something about, you know, as being a queen. Now, I, I hate being called queen as a Black woman. Personally, me personally, don't call me that. But if you want to be led for whatever reason that you want to be led, cool. I'm not necessarily that person for you. But this also goes to, we have to be careful when we say, what a man or a woman is or is not. Because there are a lot of men out here who are, for lack of a better term, cuckolds, if you don't know what it is, look it up, who are that? There are a lot of submissive men out here who want the dominatrix. And mm -hmm. I'm speaking sexually. So you have dudes that want that also in a relationship. Yo, I want my woman to run me. 
I want a chick that's going to be like, where's the money? I run the house. I do this. I do this. I do this. Especially for a lot of dudes once they get higher up the corporate ladder, because to her point, for a lot of dudes, that job is not their vacation. That is the hard work. So when I come in here, you, baby, tell me what to do. It's the opposite for a lot of women. And I think that's why a lot of women are like, you want me to tell, you're not a man if you're not leading. My thing is, again, conversation. And I say that for me personally because I run the house up in here. Did I want to be the leader? Follow the lead. Not necessarily. But if I'm being honest about who leads in the, in the house, uh, that would be me. I set the schedules. I set the organization. I set, I set and it, and it wrote, what do I need to do? This, 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 and this. The kids need this. This needs to get done. When you get here, make sure this gets done. This needs to get, because I'm an organized person. I, that is part of leadership. Now, there are also varying ways to lead. Mm-hmm. Well, all leadership is not the same. So that's all I will say about the leadership. As far as the other part, and being transactional. Again, I think people just need to state what they want. State what you want, what you need. And I think trying to have people read between the lines, whether male or female, is what's killing stuff in relation. It's not working. It's not working. It's not working. And assuming that all of this, oh, I want your, here's what I want men to understand. Okay, ladies. So tell your tell your men folk if you if you need a sound bite to send them you can send them over here they can cuss me out I don't care I'm chilling in my life I bet you um you can't scream that you want a traditional woman if you really anti a lot of a lot of transactional relationships because a lot of traditional relationships were transactional let's be very clear let's be very clear and a lot of these traditional relationships that people are are spouting and quoting and looking at are Victorian and European based. Yep. problematic and it's problematic in that anyway but let's do it a lot of those relationships women couldn't do shit nothing they had you couldn't own property matter of fact up until recently women still couldn't own property my grandmother couldn't own property without my, my grandfather signing for a very long time okay it's not like this was a hundred plus years ago it really was not um, if my grandmother was alive to this day, she still wouldn't be a hundred. So it's not like it was a hundred plus years ago. It wasn't. The other thing about that, a lot of women, and again, a lot of dudes I see out here talking about, oh, women don't marry for love anymore. They only marry for what a man can do for them. Understand that that's not a women nowadays, these days anymore. Women never marry for love. If we want to be technical, marriage for love is a very new concept. And by new, I mean, within the last 60, 70 years, since basically the 60s and everybody love and peace and all of that hippie shit, y'all, that's really what started it. Because before then, women married for property. They married for stability. They married for security. Traditionally, that is what women marry for. So all of y'all screaming, y'all want traditional women, understand that that's what you're asking for. You're not asking for a woman to be with you because she loves you and feels some emotional thing towards you. Please stop watching Bridgerton, fellas, because I know y'all watching it too. Please stop reading these Harley Quinn romances because I know you're sneaking in your girl's room and reading them things too. Please stop believing all these romanticized versions of the Victorian ton of the British ton that you see because it's not real. Most of them did not like their husbands. And if you want to look at Bridgerton, for real, please look at when in the first season, Lady Danbury had the big women's 
women's ball gathering and Daphne was trying to get to a colonel or whatever so she could get a letter to Mariana's dude. Okay, or Marina's dude. And what did most of those wives say? One of the wives, oh, I haven't seen my husband in two years. We had a kid and that was it. That was the whole thing. Women of that high-class high society, everybody with money, did not, they had two separate estates. You want to look at Bridgerton? Great. Go look at Queen Charlotte and understand that they had literally lived in two different houses. They lived in two different palaces. She lived in one, he lived in the other. Y'all talk about you want traditional relationships. I need you to understand what you're asking for. Don't sit here and say, oh, I want women with these traditional values and this, that, and the third, but you don't love, you only marry, women don't love anymore. They only marry for stability and what a man can do for them. That's literally the only reason married, women married back in the day anyway. That was it. There was no other reason. It wasn't, I love him. If you want to look at a lot of these shows, what do you get? I don't love him. That was the whole thing. Daphne was going to marry the first one. If your purity came in, in contact, marry him. People did not, women did not look for love, y'all. So again, I'm bringing that for the traditional because traditional was transactional and it still is. A lot of relationships are transactional. Let's be real. If you went to your job and you did not get your check, you still there? Because it's transactional. Even if you like your job, you want your money. Because I was here, I did these hours, I want to be compensated. That's the balance. I do this work, you give me my check, God bless you on your way. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I get that, but maybe I should say for me, you can't be, no. You got to have, you, you got to be in front. Because if that's the case, sadly to say, with that transaction, it's going to be null and void. You, you're not, that transaction to me is valuable. I value a man being in front of my household. You talking leadership, right? Huh? You talking leadership, right? Yeah. Like, oh. I, I value that. So that's what I need. Because if I got to this here plan, I don't cook. So clean, organizing. Well, I can't say I don't cook. I don't like cooking. That's the difference. I don't yeah. like lead I mean I do all this stuff scheduling because y'all know that's who I am I am a planner my job is fucking planner so <laughs> that's what I do and I do this naturally when it comes to things now yes do I want the transaction to be for me to have some input on it absolutely but I also need for you to be able to say no well this is what we're doing and I go well I mean all right but also be able to say, okay, well, did you think about X, Y, and Z? And then if they say yes, or no, I had it, but this is what I came up with. Okay, well now, if this is something that I can, okay, you know what, I'm gonna let you have it. I'll let you have it. And we're gonna go from there. If it's something that I really feel like, baby, this is just not sitting right with me. I'm gonna let you know, this is not sitting right with me. Now, does that necessarily mean that we're not gonna go that way? No. But I just want you to know that it's like so right with me. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm back here. I'm gonna be back here because I'm make sure ain't nothing coming up that we neither of us thought about. But uh, it's, it's something a lot. I think <laughs> this is gonna sound crazy, but I because of the field that I am in, okay, which is this, this year online adult learning and online e-learning, I just feel like more people 
in professional development. So, you know, that's that's what my job is. Feel like more people, I feel like more men need to take leadership classes. I feel like a lot of men are screaming, I want to lead, I want to lead, I want to lead. Do you know how? Do you know how? What type of leader are you? What type of leader are you? So again, my question, do you know how? Because the other part is, you might be, ladies, also look at the dudes you're dealing with. Since this is plus one, look at the dudes you're dealing with and, and do this. Make sure that he understands who you are. If if you are a Ty A. Michelle type and you want a leader, you need to make sure that you that he knows who you are. Because a lot of dudes need, and the reason I say a lot of men need to take leadership classes, because you don't even know the woman you have that you're trying to lead. Leading me and leading Michelle is not the same. Ew, it's not the not same. Gonna get, it's not going to be the same. You're not going to get the same result. You're not getting the same. And that doesn't, we're not saying this in a bad way. It's just literally, we're not, the, we don't think exactly the same on a lot of things. And, and then consequently enough, we do think a lot, but it's some quirks in it. The way but you anyway, have to lead us would be different. Right. The way you can lead Siobhan is definitely different from the way you would lead me. You, yeah. You won't have to come, you won't have to come I'm going to say Siobhan's going to take a little bit more one, two, three, evidence, da 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 Me, you gonna be able to show me the plan, and I'm gonna really go, okay, now what am I feeling? I'm gonna pray about it, I'm gonna see about it. Now, if it's something that I know that I know that I know that I know, then that's when you might have to get me to a Siobhan, like, hold on. But did you think about, no, but I really need for you to understand. When I know that I know that I know, that's different. Now, if you come to me with a foolproof, I don't need full Okay, cool, baby. We got this. All right. That's what you're Michelle saying. will let you lead. Michelle is literally, and this is this is this is how we are being, this is where we differ. Michelle will let you lead by faith. Because that's who she is as a Christian woman. Lead by faith. I have faith that you will figure it out. Even if you come to her and you like, listen, figure out A through S. I don't have T through Z, but if you with me, I can figure it out and as we go. Okay, she yeah, I'm here with you on faith. I'm like. You got A through F. Yeah, what you gonna do C through Z? Well, I ain't figured that out yet. So here's the thing. I'm with you A through S because it sounds like a good plan. Once we hit T through Z, if what you saying sound like some bull crap, we gonna do this my way. Cause I'm, I, or I'm gonna go this way. Because I'm not going down that way with you if it don't, if it don't make sense. If it don't make sense, then it don't make that. And I'm not about to do that. No, no, I'm not. This is probably the biggest difference. But I know that. And so the dudes that have dated me all know this, that if I'm going to try to, and they won't say try, if I'm going to try to lead Siobhan, I have to do it this manner. Because she brutal. And she is. Yeah. Yeah. And also understand, I am not one that's afraid to say, now, I told you that shit wasn't going to work. I'm with you. Now, I'm going to let you know this. <laughs> okay. Like, and I'm like, I'm the one, okay. Even though I'm a follow by faith, I'm also going to be doing some preparation on my end. Like, hold on. All right. It's going to be some praying, some fasting, and some, and some planning going on, too. Because I don't want us to necessarily stop when we get to tea. Especially when we built all this momentum to get to us. Nigga, we're we over halfway there. What we got to do? And I know 
again, that's where faith comes in. I know God's going to take us some more, but faith without works is dead. So, baby, we still got to be working. Even if other difference. Michelle going to be working with you. And now women that'll be working, which I guess this is kind of more talking to the guy. But you know, ladies, if there are women who are going to be like, I'm with you. Michelle, I'm we, we, because she kept saying that we, I am we, but I got a plan for me. <laughs> at all time, at all time, we, but I got a plan for me. Because if this start going over here, I, oh, I saw my exit back there. <laughs> oh, I see my exit coming right there. You know what? My exit's right here, baby. Seen, I have plotted from T Z because you hadn't fully figured it out. I already looked at the roadmap and found all the exits along them letters. Let me tell you, because if I don't like where you going, I was getting there. Exit 162 will take me back to R. Okay. Uh, exit 176 takes me all the way back to D. I may not want to go all the way back to D, but damn it. <laughs> but damn it. Okay. So, okay. We say this because leadership, leadership is also transactional. Like any relationship that you have is going to be transactional because if the submissive person, it's basically everybody playing their role, right? But understand that your role and your 50%, whatever your 50% is, is going to fluctuate. Yes, it's going to change. It's going to change. I mean, as women, we know, think about motherhood, you know, that changes. The way you speak to your child when they are four or five, it's not the same way, hopefully. You're speaking to your child when they are 12, 13. The way that you're speaking to your child at 30 is not the way that you're speaking to them at 22 and 23. You know, um, the way that- The conversations you had when you first met whoever you dealing with or when you just meet somebody is not the same conversation, should not be the same conversation you're having or the same level, like once you are with this person for six months. It should not be the same once y'all are married. Should not be the same three years into your marriage. I would hope that- until then there's been an evolution yeah i mean think about it we as moms stepmoms have stepmoms <laughs> and and those titles one day we play educator the next day we might be a nurse the next day we a bodyguard the next day we the prison warden because <laughs> then you don't mess that like we fluctuate, and sometimes that's not even a day-to-day. Sometimes that's a minute to the next minute. Sometimes it's from one child to the other. So if we have to look at even just raising children as transactional, that from the switching up of whatever it is that we may be doing at the time, what makes us think that any other type of relationship will be anything less? So, and the transaction is literally the balance, you know? Um, and I, like y'all know, y'all have heard me say it on this podcast same time. Balance is tricky. When people say, well, how do you balance it all? Sometimes, baby, I don't. This, most of the time, I don't. Um, I don't. Because again, as we said, that balance, when one thing is up, something is down here. Something is lacking. So it's it's a game. It's a it's a toss up. It's a teeter totter. It's a back and forth. The other thing is when people are talking about relationships, say they want 50-50, because it's really women that do this 
and men try to shoot it down. When a woman is saying that she wants 50-50, lady, and, and please comment if you agree, disagree, don't agree, whatever. When we say we want 50-50, it's that we want balance. It's that we want to be heard. It's that we want to be acknowledged. It's that we want to be taken for the, the people, the human beings that we are, for the sound mind and body that we are, and not just well, turn around, suit your ass up. That, no. <laughs> okay, no. Lay on your not, does not necessarily have to do with what is in between my legs. We want to be valued. And that's when the whole, when women started screaming, yo, I want 50-50. That's what it was. Nobody is, you're not going to have that. And I, and this was said before, there have been a lot of things we say, I suggest y'all go back. Cause we had the whole, this goes back to the compromise and sacrifice conversation that we had two years ago, last year, two years ago. It also goes to what was said before a while ago about money even. Because even if you're like, yo, we got to be 50-50. In your house, you may not be because it's very unlikely that you and your spouse both may have the same Right. But when we say, yo, I want 50-50 equality, it means, but these bills have to get paid. Mm -hmm. And we have to figure that out. For those who do attend a church house, 10% is equal. The amount may not be but what's being asked of you is, and that is really, if you need something to look at, look at it like that. Your 10% and your husband's 10% or your best friend's 10% or your kids, whatever on this day may not be the same because your 10%, well, you make a hundred grand. Your spouse's 10%, well, he makes 70 grand. Your 10%, the amount is not going to be the same, but the percentage is. It, that doesn't change. So when we're saying we want 50-50. We just that's saying we want to be talking seen, about. heard, and valued. That's it. To be seen, to be heard, and to be valued. That's per, that's that's what we mean. And if those transactions, in those transactions that we are making in these relationships, we are seen, we are genuinely heard, and what you're hearing is genuinely valued, then we okay so and i feel like that's why we get pissed when men be like oh what you bring to the table maybe don't ask me that because if i flip the question on you what you gonna say oh well i'm providing security okay well i'm providing a home like that that safe space well oh well, i'm bringing home a check well i'm bringing home a check not only that, I'm only I'm also cooking, I'm also cleaning, I'm also doing something. Yeah, you can pay somebody to do that, but they're not gonna do that with the love, the attention, and in fact, because we share the space. And I'm also tired of hearing men, I guess this is the part. I'm also tired of hearing men talk about to the point of what do you do? Oh, women always trying to compete with men. No. 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 Most women honestly are not trying to compete with you. They're trying to be seen, heard, and valued. That's what this is about. It's not, oh, you trying to compete with me. How? Oh, you got a job. I got a job, so you got a job. Well, I figured if I got a job, I'm then not a burden on you. And as much as men may talk about, because I hear a lot of dudes on social media say, a real man not going to ask what your job is. Real man doesn't care what your job is. Da, 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 da. No, so he, but he do want to know that you got one. But most men would want to know that you have one because these same fellas who are out here talking about they don't care if you have a job. A real man don't care what your job is. Ladies, ask them. Okay, so if I came to the, to the table and I was living at my parents' house rent-free 
and then I came out here and ate up, ate your food and did all this for nothing. You good? Yeah, yeah. as long as you took your ass up in the air. In which case, again, brings us back to transaction. But if that's the case, guess what? If you feel that paying a meal, you feel that spending $100, whatever, tonight on both of us, so I'm really like $50. If you feel that having sex with me, my sex is only worth $50, there's a whole prostitute somewhere that you can get for that. And it won't be no question. They're not expecting anything more or less. And they don't want to be seeing her or value. They just want the chain train. That's their value. So... I so just, again, my thing, I guess this is my thing with dudes is please know what you're asking for, for real. When y'all say these things out your mouth, if you're saying you want a traditional woman, what does that mean? Do you really? If you're saying, oh, I don't want 50-50, that's the rumor. Is it really? Because do you, if you were to lose, also understand that that means that if this chick is not working, you're not caring about her job, you're not caring about her bag, you're not caring about her income at all, fine. If you happen to lose yours, <clears throat> COVID, and she now runs to the next highest bidder, how you feel? Oh, then it's going to be, these hoes ain't loyal, bitches ain't shit. It's going to be all of that. She a gold digger. She a gold what? digger. She ain't never loved me in the first place. She was just looking for safety and security. Well, dude, you told her that her working was irrelevant. Because she was saying that we are past that point, and most women are not trying to compete with you in the careers that they have. They are mm -hmm. trying to show you that, ironically, the irony, most women are actually trying to show you that I am here for love. I'm not here for what you have because what you have, I can get on my own. That part. That's the reality. And, and, and for us women, I need for us to understand that have, understanding a transaction in a relationship does not always mean monetary. No. Understand that it is just that. And if maybe you need a new a new phrasing of, like you said, from 50-50. Maybe it's one hand washes the other. I want to be seen by you and heard. That's it. I, I'm not asking for 50-50. Well, 50, and if they do, oh, I want to do 50-50. And you let them know. In my mind, 50-50 means this. Do you mean it this way? That goes back to that communication part. But I need for us to be understanding that, yes, transactions happen. No, they're not always monetary, and no, they don't always involve your cooch. So, so because I know, oh, so you just saying that I gotta get set. That's not what we're saying. Now, however, is your cooch valuable? Absolutely, it better be because if you don't value it, no one else will. But that does not mean that that, that is only value. That, that, that's the wholeness of your value. Absolutely not. And um, so, and that's that's all I got, y'all. Relationships, all of them are transactional. And it's like, like Siobhan said, it is not a bad thing. Have an understanding. Be sure to communicate. And communicate. don't be afraid to challenge those transactions. Don't be afraid to not accept a transaction. Don't be afraid to say, no, that transaction will under, would demean my value. Or even theirs. Like we gotta be bold in this, and 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 bold be bold in our communications and what we are doing in the transactions that we are having in our relationships, whether it's friendship, uh, corporately, you know, business, or um, in a relationship. And get those definitions, cause y'all know we big for definitions. So to her point of, well, did you mean it this way? Clarity. Get. Clarity, if you don't get anything else. Y'all know we are good for throwing definitions up on the screen. 
We did the whole, what do men regret? And they, these dudes, I don't regret nothing. When it comes to relationship, I don't regret nothing. This is the definition of regret. Do you still feel that way? That man turned that thing around. He was like, oh, well, and Courtland both were like, well, if that's the definition, then, then well, yes. Well, yeah, I regret not doing it. Because when you say regret, I think this. Understand that most words have at least two definitions. Mm-hmm. So make sure that you're clear. Understand, especially if you're talking about stuff that has a social, societal or social definition, it's never really clear and black and white and cut and dry. So understand what that other person is saying. And I didn't mean it like that. That's not what I'm saying. What are you saying? Okay. Understand that you are then in those conversations, opening yourself up to be hurt on both sides. Mm-hmm. But you in having that can hopefully heal from that. If that's really a relationship that you want to be in understanding. Or at your, least walk away with an understanding. With an understanding. Understand your value and self-worth, both ladies and gentlemen. Wait, before you come to the table, what you will and won't accept, what you will and won't tolerate, what you will and won't give up, what you will and won't do, what you will, all of these things, your boundaries, make sure that you know what they are. The biggest thing that we can really say and that we have always done podcast is communication and be clear in your communication. And for the gentlemen watching, if we, if you take anything away from this, guys, you know, a lot of you are listening to us, Maybe do a self-evaluation on what you expect, what, what your transactions look like from your point of view. And if a woman is, most women do perf- want a guy who is able to lead. Are you qualified? If you're not qualified, it's okay to take a couple classes, but also find out what kind of, like Shema said, ask yourself, what kind of leader am I? If I had to lead, if I was in a leadership position, what does that look like for me? And I just think that's a good tool for you to know, not just men, but women too, because we are leaders in our households on yeah. different levels at different times. So I think it's just best for everybody to understand what kind of leader they are. And guys, as someone who is going through training, <laughs> I will tell you there are a lot of different leadership styles. Find yours and understand yours but also be look at the other ones and see where maybe, oh, maybe I could try this leadership style. Well, I'm not as strong as the, in this one. And I might use this one to compensate for what I don't have in that one. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you, it's, it's a whole thing. So I mean, that's my little nugget. The leadership thing and finding out your type, it's, it's a whole thing because that may also speak to some areas of improvement. So they will also teach you who you can and can't lead and how you can and can't lead because yeah. we do that all the time. There are six, six well-known leadership styles. Y'all can go do that research on your own. Yeah, because we're not about to go through that. We love y'all. But, but you no. cannot do them all at the same time. No. And you cannot no. do them all with the same person. No. They work, you know, one, one of them I will say is a visionary style. That's the type of leader that Michelle will be, okay? The other is a, co- there is a coercive, is one. If you constantly have to coerce somebody, you that's not, not what you need to do. I don't have Okay? To. There's also the dictator. Box. There's the dictator. Yeah, I tend to be that person when it comes to the kids in the house. Not- There's a delegator. There's the delegator. Indeed. No, okay, we're not gonna go through all of these. There's also the one that gets that gets community input, and I can't think of what community collaborative. And- collaborative is one, and then there's also the one that's like, and I tend to be that way with with the with men. 
with adults, I want to be collaborative. I tend to be a dictator with children. We doing this. Make this happen. That's it. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we didn't want to get uh, sidetracked on the whole leadership thing, but it's actually a good. It's actually, we're trying to help y'all lead. Fellas. We're trying to help y'all, but we are. But it's a good thing to know. Challenge yourself. Like if nothing else, find out the type of leader you are, and go from there. And that's all I got. What you got, sis? And that's it. Okay. That's on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I have a glass today. You got to just keep one on deck. Clearly, we're going to say. Cheers to that. that. <laughs> so this part of the show, we give you our honest um, wine reviews, our honest opinions on our wines. We do the scale of zero to five in increments, so most of the time five. But we are able to go get a little bit more. Yeah, funky with it, um, if need be. So because I'm not tasting my wine, Siobhan, let us know your uh, choose to that wine review for your first Australian wine for this month. So this was a 2018 Shiraz by Omra. On the back, it's rural blends, real simple. Free-spirited lifestyle wines from Western Australia's wild and remote Great Southern. The Adventurer's Choice. I love it. Um, Juicy and supple flavors of red berry fruits, cocoa, and rich spices with persistent length. It is 14% alcohol by volume. Oh, oh. Shiraz tends to be a full to a medium to full body. This is definitely on the the fuller body side. Um, dry red, it is dry. There is the berry and the spices. I do taste those. Um, the berry in and the spices kind of out on the palate after. Uh, to me, it is a it's a decent acidity. Um, I actually did appreciate this. Not something I would run to. Um, I know reds are supposed to be room temperature, and it's pretty much it at this point. Uh, I like my stuff chilled. So I think chilled this would be great. Um, it's definitely a dinner wine. And you know what? I would really get this with probably a fish, um, a fatty fish, a lamb, something, something fatty with it, a steak if you got a good... I think that that's what this would go for for me and my taste buds. Um, I actually did like this on its own. I do wish, you know, I would I would have this for dinner. So I would give this, I would give this a 3.25. Okay. Because for a dinner wine, it's definitely a 3.5. Like if y'all have it, I, I want that. And um, actually I would give it a 3.5 because I think if it were with dinner, it would be closer to a four. It'd be like a three, seven, five on its own. It's like a three. So I'll cut the, cut the difference and say it's a three, five for me. I, but I did like it. It was, it was, it was, I was surprised. I was surprised. I was surprised. Pleasantly surprised. Okay. So I, now I think I may understand a little bit why Shiraz is popular in Australia because y'all do this well. I feel like we had a, I think we had a Syrah or I may have had a Shiraz or a Syrah because I know that's one of the same great. We've only had, yeah, we've only had a few of them now. So. I think I only had one, and it was from Israel. It wasn't Australia, I don't think. Or maybe it wasn't. I just didn't like the brand. I don't know. But this makes me want to try more Shiraz, like, during, during like, our Red November. Okay. Okay. Cool. I don't know what this tastes like, so I can't get a review. Stay tuned for the wine out. Boom. That's what I got. Um, But this is... 
11.9% um, alcohol by volume. So should be pretty. Couldn't hit that 12, huh? Just couldn't hit the 12. Right, right. Just that, <laughs> just that, that would have been great. Um, but it's okay though. Uh, be sure to join us on the last Saturday of the month at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So for our wine out wine tasting and you will get both of our honest reviews and opinions as well as probably some of our guests if we have them. Um, Y'all know that could be a hit or miss with us. Um, and our total randomness and all the laughs, all the fun, all the smiles, um, and all the whites that we have. So be sure to join us then. Be sure you can catch us each and every Wednesday at 12 no on your lunch hours, your lunch breaks, your mid breaks, your midday breaks, your break down, whatever you want to call it, at 12 o'clock noon. Each and every Wednesday, you'll get a new episode where we talk about stuff like this. So stay tuned. Be sure to follow us at a little something, the number two. Find them out on Instagram. That is A-L-S. W-A. All right, ladies and gentlemen. And before we leave, I am your hostess, Tanya Michelle. And Siobhan Camille. And remember, as always, there's nothing wrong with a little one. Or a lot. <laughs> Toodles, y'all. See y'all next week. Ha <laughs>